0: to The Chris and Sam Podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back.
1: Hello and welcome to episode two hundred ninety-six of the Chris and Sam Podcast. I'm Chris and I'm Sam. Welcome along another week, another episode. We're trundling along to episode three hundred. How's that, uh, <laughs> How's that location?
0: How's that location scouting going, Chris? I've, I've managed to uh, strike a few possible locations off the list. That's uh, how the location thing's going. Adam, we're having it at your place. Um, no, 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 I am going to check with somewhere else.
1: We, um, which is good. Like we have, like, got rid of a couple of possible ones. We came up with some new ideas, yeah, uh, and hopefully we'll have something very soon. We to better, let you know, we better do. We better do. Um, we know we we only need one more person to turn up, and we'll be good.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, so sure, that'd be cool. Um, so if you don't know what that is about, we uh, for our hundredth episode, we uh, got horribly horribly drunk at, at uh, a another podcast person's place. So it was the Guy in Harley podcast. We, Go we check up,
1: them out. We went you, up to. Yep.
0: Auckland and um, partied up, and uh, we sure did. The number one podcast fan, Jeremy Housen, came up uh, as well, flew up from the South Island. That was amazing. Um, and it was quite a big party. Um, but I think they were all um, Guy and Harley's friends, really. Uh, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Cause I, had, had I don't me, have many friends. Had some, <laughs> me either.
1: Had some interesting conversations. It Although was good.
0: Pamela said she'll be coming along.
1: Oh, awesome. So. Good, good, good. Uh, yeah. So and then the two hundredth. I don't think we did anything. We had a drink no. here. Oh yeah.
0: Is, is that that? No. Yeah. No. Seriously, is that it? What? That's why what so we've w- got a bottle of rum here uh, that's about third full, and that's a hundred episodes ago.
1: Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> it's just how often I drink around here, Chris. I mean, you. I'm probably like every hundred episode, and you're probably every well, a hundred
0: minutes. <laughs> I was going to say, I drink quite a bit between episodes and some during, um, but not today because I've got no booze on me. Right. So, talking about podcasts, yeah. Um, couple, of, I've been listening to a couple recently. So, first of all, I want to mention. I mentioned we've we've mentioned behind the bastards uh, before, which is podcasts about. Uh, horrible people. Yep. Um, it's, Throughout it's quite, history and all yeah, sorts of times. Yeah, it's quite well times. done. Uh, Robert Evans uh, does the podcast and he's very, he's good. He, he tells a good story. Yeah. He, he's a journal, journalistic background. Journalist by trade, yep. Yep. So uh, he recently did an episode I think it was a two-parter actually. Uh, I can't remember. It was um, America's War on Children. If you haven't listened to that, <laughs> absolutely give that a listen, particularly that one episode, Americans war, war on children. Uh, it just blew my mind. These guys were so bad. They were so bad that uh, I was telling you about in nineteen, what was it, nineteen seventy, nineteen eighty, something like that. This kid gets put in jail for uh, this fourteen-year-old gets sentenced to seven years in jail for making a lewd phone call. Something that if an adult had done it, they would have. Uh, give him three months but because he was a 14 year old boy seven years in prison
1: yeah all a bit crazy there was that story uh very similar on another podcast and it was to do with similar thing a young guy i can't remember if he sent a objectionable picture to a girl or what he did but something along those lines and it was quite low-key but she complained, and maybe the parents went a bit crazy about it. I'm not too sure. But uh, anyway, he got registered as a sex offender. And once you're on there, you can never get off that in America.
0: Oh, God.
1: And the thing is- how, how old was he? He was really young, like 16 maybe. And it's 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 stuffed up his whole life. Because what they do in America, and because the, the offenders like that can't be within 100 yards or something of a playground- or a school, or anything like that. So all these neighbourhoods put in all these playgrounds everywhere. So this dude literally can't leave his house because he violates all these rules, but he can't move because he's underage and he has to stay there, and he can't get a job because he can't leave the house, and he's in this weird, vicious cycle of... Being stuck there,
0: yeah, that's uh, that's how crime and uh, punishment works in the USA. What's the
1: oh second God. podcast that you were going to hit us up about? Uh, i got three actually. Oh, three. Oh, here we so go. The second oh.
0: one is Deep oh. Cover. It's another one from Pushkin Industries. It's a mental. So I, I think I'm up to episode four. Episode four, I'm up to. It's a mental story about this guy in the 80s. Uh, he's an FBI agent, and he sounds like a real. Character? Character, yeah. Real hard case. Um, and he infiltrates a biker gang and, and does this drug to, to, to find this big drug cartel. think, you know, breaking bad styles. Yeah. And um, people, this is back in the 80s, like they don't think it's a big thing, but there's shrimp boats and airplanes and all the rest of it bringing in ridiculous amounts of... of, of um, uh, marijuana at this point uh into the country into the states what's interesting though is the guy had read the novel so that this cop wrote a novel with a ghost writer yeah but effectively it was his actual story but they novelized it
1: yeah, yeah.
0: um and heard there was a true story and he goes this is too far-fetched so he's a journalist he goes in and he's got all the interviews so there's loads of interviews with the the guy who's now like 70 yeah, yeah. um but also there's interviews with um, some of the bad guys or their their kids because a lot of them have died now and stuff. And oh, it's fascinating. It's really, really well told. So deep cover, we'll we'll, we'll add a, a link in the show notes to that. And I do want to give a bit of a plug to my mate Saab. Saab. His Twitter handle is at Saab. Wow. Uh, Saab Johal. He's a uh, psychologist in Wellington. He runs uh, TEDx Wellington. That's why he was MC, rather. Oh, yeah. I knew the name sounded familiar,
1: but I couldn't place where it was.
0: And he has a podcast called Who Cares? Why Does It Matter? And a lot of it is the psychology side of things. Okay. Um, But I've listened to a few of those um, because I didn't. I don't know if I knew he had a podcast, and then I was looking at my phone, and I must have added it at some point and never listened to it. So I've listened to a few of the old episodes on that, and yeah, it's pretty pretty cool stuff. Pretty Quite good. Interesting. It's a different sort of a take, but he, he basically interviews people, um, <clears throat> mostly in the States, and the. A psychologist or something or something interesting yeah. but he's an interesting guy and he speaks really well so yeah check it out if that sort of tickles your fancy who cares why does it matter if this, you've got uh, a
1: podcast that you really like and you want us to check out please let us know leave us a comment on facebook send us an email which we may or may not see uh <laughs> tweet at us on twitter good luck with that <laughs> um but instagram I'll, I, I think my phone beeps if i get an instagram message so do that yeah maybe. I-
0: Us and the socials. Hmm. Oh, it's just, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Not great.
1: Not great. Right. So, New Zealand uh, stock exchange has been under cyber attack for the last four days, and it just keeps getting worse. It went down for a little bit, apparently. They think the Russians are doing it, some sort of Russian hacker cell or whatever, for whatever reason. And the story today was apparently there is uh, some sort of ransom being put up saying, pay us this Bitcoin. So, we'll see what happens.
0: For
1: the stock exchange? Yeah, the new NZ stock exchange. Yeah,
0: unplug it, plug it back
1: in. Wow, Spark is the, <coughs> is the provider of that, is the partner with that apparently, and they're looking Ooh. into it.
0: Yeah, that, that's a tough one.
1: That's a tough one. We'll see what happens. I uh, know some
0: of the people that used to run those security aspects of Spark yeah. and that, but, oh, well, you've met them, Rob, oh. stuff at the Innovation Unconference. Yeah. Yeah, so not around anymore. They're not, I mean, they're not in telecom anymore. No. Uh, I I did want to. So, how much of the QAnon have you looked into? What do you know about QAnon, Sam?
1: Uh basically, just from the articles I've read that David Farrier has written.
0: Yeah, they're really out there.
1: So, and it's all—it's sort of like a bit weird because it's hard to figure out if it's a fully fledged group as such or just a bunch of people doing stuff. And then
0: it—that's the thing. It's not. Well, as far as I understand it, it's not a discrete group. It's, no. It's an organic. Yeah,
1: that's the thing. And um, people spread all heard. sorts of bits and pieces of it. Yeah, and yeah. And it keeps growing, Yeah, so it's more of an
0: organism. But so Trump's, um, they're all celebrating now because Trump's, um, well, because of what Trump said earlier in the week. Oh, right. What do you say? Yeah, it's hard to keep track of I what's know, going I know. on. I know. So somebody asked him, and they said, oh, what do you think about uh, QAnon? Uh, you know, they've said these things. And he goes, no, I think they're... Well, he didn't say they're very fine people, but I wouldn't have put that past them. Oh, yeah, he goes, yeah. no, I don't I don't know um, much about them, but I, I know they like me, and that's good. And, and the reporter then goes, well, well, they say that your role is to save the world. And he <laughs> said, well, you know, that's what I'm here for. I'm going to save the world, or, or something along those lines. I'm paraphrasing now. And so... Apparently, the Q, I heard from somewhere else later that the QAnon um, uh, ecosystem, for want of a better word, is all like, woo, it's true, Trump's in there, he's, he's there to save the world, he can't say it out, you know, straight up, but he's basically give us the nod and the wink, and so, yay, way to go Trumpo. Crazy. Hey, just talking about
1: Trump, and this will be this will not translate well to a podcast, but <laughs> bear with but, me, people. Yeah, okay. If you're on Instagram and you like surrealist art, you should check out an account called Beeple underscore crap. B-E-E-P-L-E underscore crap. This guy, I think it's a guy, has been posting this random artwork every single day for about 13 years, apparently.
0: Holy crap.
1: Every now and then, there's an animation.
0: Is, is it like his artwork? or
1: Yeah, apparently he's... Oh, okay. so he's
0: creating. He's not just going and finding things.
1: And no, he's apparently, apparently, right. apparently okay. uh, he's creating it. Now, every now and then, there's an animation. And this is the thing I saw today, which led me to following this account, which led me to telling you about it. But here's his little animation that he made.
0: <laughs> so we have a sort of a Trump... Uh, what's the Maui... What's the dude with the... From oh. the Disney, Disney, yeah, Maui. Uh, it's Maui, yeah. Uh, uh, a Maui body with a Trump head, uh, riding a skeleton, uh, elephant. Yeah, yeah,
1: it's all sorts of crazy, but he does, uh, really cool artwork. Uh, Ooh, so I nice. should check out some of their stuff that this guy's creating every single day. You get a new one,
0: holy crap! Just amazing. Cool. So, oh, it's not enough to get me onto Instagram, though.
1: Not enough, but check it
0: out if you are on Instagram. <laughs> I've got a couple of science ones. Good, good. Um, skeletal stem cells have been proven in mice. This has only happened in the last couple of days.
1: Explain that to me. My mind is my Okay,
0: so um, scientists have been able to regenerate cartilage or generate cartilage regrowth in the arthritic knees of mice.
1: Oh, that's cool.
0: So they uh, the stem cells can regenerate hard bone, soft Bone or cartilage, okay. so it can do one of those three, and so they found the stem cell cluster, if you like, within that, and they can stimulate it, and it just regrows the the cartilage. So they um, basically made the Mice arthritic. Of course, uh, I mean that by, sound- by by cutting out the cartilage, making the bones rub until yeah, they go, that- and but they can it, see how, them limping. How's and that for a job? And the grimacing of the mouse's face. Apparently, uh. apparently, there's a facial.
1: Hey, thing. what do you do? I heard you're a scientist. <laughs> what do you specialize in? Well, I make mice arthritic. There's a real skill in it. Got to have a steady hand. I prod and poke, and then put them back together. And guess what? Love my job.
0: <laughs> but that's pretty cool. That's that's pretty huge. Because let's face it. I'm getting old <laughs> Yeah. No, no arthritis as yet, but I know a lot of people younger than me that have got a fair bit of it. Yeah, that would be pretty so, cool uh, yeah,
1: if they can come up with a- it. Yeah,
0: if they can do that, uh, if they can make that a, a viable, yeah. like uh, economically viable, I mean, um, that's going to be huge. Very it's gonna good. Be huge. So I don't know which company is. so I, I don't know the shares that you need to buy. No, that's right. But anyway. Got <laughs> uh, it. I have to keep that in mind next time I'm looking at one of these things. Also, there's a uh, new database being done by this medical um, group in, I think they're UK-based. Okay. And it's called the Skin Deep Database, and it's an open-source database. Okay. And I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, so what is this? Well, Good as it turns out, the diagnosis for a lot of things, and this is focusing on children to begin with, is um, like, for example, measles. It presents as a, a red-inflamed rash, and there'll be a photo oh, yeah, of yeah, a yeah. kid's arm or leg or whatever yeah. with a red-inflamed rash. Funny thing, all the photos are white people. All oh, right, yeah, If yeah, you're yeah. not a white person... It doesn't go red. Tough. It doesn't. Tough. You don't know what it looks like. <laughs> so what they're doing is they're creating this database with people of all nationality, racial background, yeah, whatever. Which makes sense. So that when you search measles, you can see what it looks like on uh, a, you know, a black person, like a, a you know deep ebony sort of skin yeah, yeah. tone, or a you know all the way through. Um, and it, it just made me think, what has taken this long? <laughs> <laughs> I it's, mean, come on, it's 2020. We're only just that's figuring mi- this out.
1: That is mind-blowing.
0: I know. It is, right? It's it not is. just me. No, it just, just seems
1: crazy. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting. I've been at the hospital once with my daughter and the, I don't know, medical photographer was there. It was just a woman with a giant camera, like, wandering around. And they just said, oh, she goes, can I just take a photo of this? Um, Okay. To add it to their list of conditions that they didn't have a photo of before. So, yeah.
0: Uh, I... I'm trying to remember what happened. I I was in the hospital for a bee sting, as you know. Uh, Check out the bee
1: sting story very early on in the podcast, one of the best episodes, the craziest story. Uh, Someone, one of us, thinks it's quite normal. The other one doesn't. And uh, that's the general consensus from the public.
0: (laughs) So anyway, I was in the hospital with this bee sting um, and my arm was pretty crap. But I was otherwise physically fine, except oh, my yeah, arm was um, swollen yeah. up. And so the doctors said to me, oh, can we use you for a student thing? Oh, yeah. And so they ended up, I'm lying in this bed with all these students, student doctors around prodding me. and
1: poking you. Poking me and yeah.
0: drawing on me with a marker pen, I think, or something. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. can't even remember do what that. it was. It was many, many years yeah. ago. So, yeah, yeah. I had, anyway, a pr- I, I had a procedure
1: a-, a couple of years ago, won't go into details because you really don't want to know, and uh, they brought in a, a student, <laughs> a trainee doctor, and they're like, are you okay if the trainee doctor does it? Are uh, you yeah, okay? And then the other doctor had to like explain what to do and stuff.
0: Oh, um, right. Yeah. Because I, I think I might have mentioned that, because that I, I was only a teenager, I was 20, 19, 20, something like that. Yeah. And I remember I went and had a shower. So they've got those big showers that you put a wheelchair in. And I had a shower and I had to have my hand up in the air because it's draining because it's all swollen up. And I'm in the shower, having a shower, and the nurse walks into the shower. Not into the room, but into the shower. That's right. And just looks me up and down and goes, you okay? And I'm like, yep. See, just checking.
1: You missed I was
0: pretty fit back then. I think you missed (laughs) a
1: moment there.
0: I I had nothing. I didn't know what to say, what to do. At least I didn't do the whole cringe and hide thing. I'm just like one hand in the air, the other one with the soap under my armpit going, Yep, I'm good. Thank you. She was. Yeah. So
1: yeah, that's the, lost opportunity there. Yeah, I think
0: yeah. that's the story of my life, really.
1: It pretty much is. <laughs> pretty much is. Uh, yeah, that's the title of your book.
0: <laughs> my life is improv.
1: Um, that's true. Uh, how how's improv been going? Because I know I you've actually, been going.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, it's really good. So I didn't tell you about the last one. So um, no, no, you didn't. No, no. So this last one was quite different. It was freaky. So the first couple we did. Um, sort of bouncing ideas and, and its imagination and all the rest of it. But this last session was okay. all about syncing, S-Y-N-C, sync, getting in sync with somebody. So we were in threes, three people, which makes it really hard because you're watching two different faces. Yeah, true. And the you, guy,
1: is, is this like reading cues from the people?
0: Well, this is – oh, no, no, so no, let no, me explain. No, no. So the guy says – that you know he's, he's off there. We're not looking at – we're looking at each other. And he goes, what's your name? Or he asks a question. Okay. And we all have to say the exact same thing at the exact same time. Oh,
1: my gosh. Slowly. Sounds bloody ha- Oh, how slow, though? Like, Craig. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. But you've got to do it slow because you can't do it. Oh, no, no, no. It, I right? just, yeah. So, so we did all that. And it's about getting in sync with people. And then we did a couple of different things. So we had an interview. So we, we, we're in our three. So one person's the interviewer. And they start. Asking us questions, and the two of us have to say exactly the same thing. And so, the scenario we all had a chance of being in the interviewer and all that, yeah. But me and Jacinta were doing it, and Nikki was asking us questions, and she said, It's a job interview, blah blah blah. You're going to be an acrobat in circus, blah um, How are you with animals? And me and Jacinta look at each other and go, Fine, but I have. Allergies to, and I said cats because I'm thinking lions and tigers. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she said. Cows because she was following my mouth and the only cow which she could think of. Oh. And so at this point, if we were pro as Nikki would go, Oh yeah, cat cows are the worst allergies in the world. Um, you yeah, know, but yeah. That so, combo,
1: I hate when they're together. So
0: we did that, right? So that's that's one part of the thinking. Yeah. Then we start doing this mirror exercise with you know, switch partners, and all that. There's about ten people in the room. Um, switch partners, and you're opposite somebody, and one of you's the lead and one of you is following, and you 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 mirror them and you yeah. do exactly that, and I found that really easy because we used to do something quite similar with karate. You do oh, okay. shadow fighting, yeah, yeah, where I had to copy exactly what you did when you punched, I punched. We, we're away from each other, so we're not going to hit oh, each other. Yeah, okay, yeah. it's yeah, you know, all oh, right, and it it helps your reflex.
1: That would be the easier of the two, wouldn't it? Ah, uh, yeah for most people i'm thinking
0: yeah i yeah i don't know um it was the the fight one was easy because you knew what they were doing because of punching and kicking oh yeah no. i'm with an old lady and i don't know what the hell she's doing <laughs>
1: oh. no but between the shadow movement the copying thing mirroring uh the voice thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. that'd be easier. Uh, the
0: shadowing it? thing was easier, but what happened over time was he goes, All right, pick a leader, you, or, you know, tall one to lead, you know, uh, other way, switch leader. Uh, okay, switch. Okay, now just keep switching leaders between you without gesturing or, or letting each other know. So you oh, end okay. up moving, and you're like, am I following or leading? I yeah. don't know. And we're just doing the same thing. It was, it's really mind freaking. It's awesome. It was really cool. But it's like, I don't know if I'm leading or if I'm following and, it, <laughs> and you're just switching back and forth and suddenly you go, no, I want to do this. And then they'll follow what you do. And you, yeah, it's really good. So yeah, uh, definitely recommend the improv. Uh, so I'm doing a six week course. It cost me 60 bucks. It's just up the road, <laughs> like literally two minutes walk from the house. Uh, and Nikki drives in from Peron, out of Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> so I think it's a 45 minute drive. I don't know, 30 minute I don't uh, know.
1: It's. Uh, You'd have a better idea than me. I think it's 28 minutes with not tra- much traffic.
0: Oh, okay. All right. So, um, yeah. So she drives in from that. And I'm like, oh, I'm just down the road. Anyway. Um, so, yeah. No, it's really good. And we were talking about it with Jim, the instructor, afterwards. And Nikki and Jacinta and I and we were like, Where's this? Oh, just into What's there. the next
1: sort of thing you yeah, can do? Where,
0: where are we going? What, what's going to be happening next? And he goes, Right, at the end of this, we're going to look at doing something towards a performance. Like, oh, I right. don't want to perform, but get to that level. Oh, okay. So, yeah, so I'm quite keen to continue it. So that's at the meteor.
1: Very cool. So very uh, cool. This week, I had that interview I mentioned last episode about the people that want to do a collaboration with me.
0: The ones that got funded with $8 million or something. Yeah, funded
1: anything? for $8 million, valued at $20 million, want to make a billion-dollar company. All rather interesting. Still don't really <laughs> understand how it's going to work.
0: Uh, interesting.
1: Well, it is. I mean, I'm not going to get into it here, but it's in
0: concept. No, it's, I, just, you know what I just mean. Just when he was explaining it to me earlier, there was some, what would you call it? Skepticism. <laughs> but there is, isn't there? Like, oh, yeah, t- t- Like totally, you go totally through I it like- and you're like... Okay, who's, cool. Who, I, under, I just who's your market because they're doing it in the UK, and I said, "There's a." But huge even then, I don't population. know how.
1: Even yeah, that's right. But even then, I don't know how yeah, well it's doing. But that's right.
0: But what I'm saying is, if it's only one percent market, <clears throat> yeah, in the uh, UK, in the UK, that's viable. If it's one percent market here, well, that might be a bad number, but you get what I mean. Yeah, it's going to be useless.
1: So anyway, the guy was uh, really interested, and uh, if you watch Rick and Morty. It was uh, sort of like the moment where Rick is in the brain thing, and the aliens eating the Szechuan sauce, and Rick goes, "Oh, uh, you want the you want the uh, the recipe or whatever the diagram for uh, interdimensional travel?" And he goes, <laughs> "And he goes, oh, you got real excited there with your little flappy things." Yeah. Yeah, it reminded me of that moment. Oh, because
0: the guy got excited about what you got. <laughs> a,
1: a spreadsheet. He got pretty happy about a spreadsheet. Anyway, I'm waiting to hear back about that potential, uh, whatever that means. And, uh, yeah. And then uh, this thing I came across. This US teen has written most of the Scots Wikipedia.
0: What's the Scots?
1: Like Scottish. Scotsman.
0: Oh, oh so oh, a Wikipedia entry on Scots.
1: No. no. There's a whole Wikipedia that is based on Scots, the language, which apparently is a thing.
0: Right. Oh, oh the language. Okay, all right, that makes yes.
1: More sense. Yes. But he's just written it like how he thinks Scottish people talk.
0: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. So he grew in confidence. So he is said. Is it written? Is there no audio? He's, there's no things of him speaking it? Because that'd be awesome. For
1: a podcast. So, no, yeah, so the, Scott, <laughs> the Scots Wikipedia entry on the Canada goose, or the Canada goose, was at first honest about its provenance. A tag warned, the Scots that was used in this article was written by a body that's neither tongue is not Scots. Please improve this article again you can, or something. And then he grew in confidence, he removed that, and then he just went on a writing spree. <laughs> and uh, he's changed a whole lot of stuff and um yeah so they've just caught on to that and people think it's quite funny but um yeah this 19 year old was doing it he was devastated at the reaction after many years of thinking he was doing good oh he started when he was 12 he's been doing it for seven years and nobody oh noticed god uh he's created or edited 49 percent of all the articles on the scots wikipedia which is the thing i didn't realize yeah so, anyway, that's a thing. Check that out.
0: Uh, yeah, no. So. Um, so, have you watched any of this RNC stuff? No. Republicans. No, National it sounds Convention. terrible. It is pretty terrible. But i got to say. Uh, I saw this quite meme photo, which I think is shared on, on Facebook, and it's got, it says something like, when six of your 12 keynote speakers have the sur- yeah, same surname, yeah, right. you're moving into South Korea territory. Yeah, <laughs> it's very, very... <laughs> so South- there's six Trumps speaking out of 12. It's and like, they're all crazy. Oh, yeah. And uh, and, and the girl foil's almost a Trump because uh, <laughs> she's... Was well, she married or was she fiancé? Oh, who knows And then um, Yeah It's it's just And then they had The McCluskies And everybody Was right into them Apparently they brought it You know, like Real leveled it out Oh, right Do you remember who they are? No The other guys With the guns The AR-15 And the whatever The hell she had Pistol that were outside of their mansion when all the Black Lives Matter. Oh, is that Nana who people those people were? Bus, I didn't realise they They w- got them to speak at the National Republican Conference. What
1: the? But they're complete randos, eh? They yeah, just yeah. had guns. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, okay. And, yeah. They, and
0: they spoke and they go, oh. if you. It doesn't oh, matter where you live, if the Democrats come in, oh. you'll have to protect your property and that's- with weapons. Unless they take them away from you, but you've got to hold on to them.
1: Because when you look at that, there's memes about them because they obviously do not know how to use a gun. They're not even holding a the gun way properly. She was holding yeah, hat. she's like, yeah. oh, janky ass with well, a pistol. Something I saw this week as well. Somebody was driving down the motorway in America, I guess, and they had a shot of this really crappy car, and it had a um, a-frame towing rig on the front, and it was connected to like a minivan, and the boot was open, and there was a film crew in the boot filming the car right and it was real like suspect as and then the person in the car was acting all crazy as and it was borat they're making borat too oh, no. and this guy came across it and they're like how do people not know who this guy is and they're like there's so many people that will not know who he is
0: oh yeah and, and he, he, he does look different all the time though like he he can change his appearance yeah, yeah. He, he's what's like, his name again
1: Uh, Sasha Baron Cohen. That's the one. Uh, He looks exactly like Borat. But the thing is, this guy came in and he said, you have to realize it's shot pretty much how they do reality TV. So they'll film the same thing 22 different times and use the one take where the person doesn't know who he is. Yeah. And apparently they did a lot of that in the first Borat as well.
0: Okay. Which makes sense, but uh, it'd be yeah. interesting to see. Yeah, because if the, if he came up to you, you'd just give him the evilest look, and they probably wouldn't use that. Probably not. <laughs> uh, it'll be interesting to
1: see how that comes out because I think you know a lot of the humour and stuff that was coming out back in the day. Oh, back in the day, doesn't really.
0: Yeah, yeah, it changes. You've people will get but upset with the time. Possibly, that, eh? yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay, um, oh, damn it! You just reminded me of something, and now I've forgotten about.
1: Okay, sounds good.
0: Yeah, we'll have to save that.
1: Save it for Amazing next week. Amazing
0: tidbit for whenever I remember it. <laughs> when, the, when the brain <laughs> fires up again. <laughs> and oh, I told you I have got any dots. booze. If I had booze, I'd be dropping them like this. Oh, don't,
1: I don't know. No, no, no. no.
0: <laughs> anyway, uh, anything exciting coming up? Uh, well, yeah, I've just, I've just had, like 20 minutes ago, finished talking in my EIS uh Presentation. What,
1: what, hang on, what's EIS stand for? Uh,
0: Emerging Innovation Summit.
1: Which was being held in Australia, live Melbourne. streamed everywhere. Yeah,
0: yeah. So the guy before me was in South Africa. The guy before him was in Germany. Then it was me in New Zealand. Then there was some chicken, I think, she, lady, I think she was in Australia actually.
1: So yeah. they had to reach out and get a top uh, speaker coach. So obviously yes, they found Chris. Yes.
0: Um, and I will say my setup is so good. Yeah, it looks pro as on those things, whereas yep. a lot of the others don't. Just saying,
1: just saying. Uh, pretty good setup. It doesn't look like it's weird. Like the actual setup looks all a bit janky in that, but then when you actually see it. On camera On camera
0: It's like our studio That's right This sounds like a million dollar studio And it's not quite that No <laughs> 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 uh, Yeah That's right
1: uh, Anyway I'll leave, We'll leave you on that note Until next week I'm Sam I'm Chris See ya Bye
0: Hope you enjoy the show Make sure to subscribe And we'll catch you next week Don't forget to tell your friend